They get it. They judge their success as a company by the growth of their people and not by the dollars. And you want to know something? Here's what's happened. By doing so, they have never been more profitable than ever before. Because when you have an environment where people are upbeat, happy being there, know they're making an impact, leaving a huge impression, and this is what you, what you deal with. It's awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's crazy because, well, and I, I know we've talked a bit about this, but you know, it, the principle is, you know, you're focusing on the root and nourishing it, right? Ooh, so that you yeah. can get the fruit. And I think it's so Ooh, common for us just as humans, right? To chase the fruit, to chase the dollars. And, and I love numbers and I love growth. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, no. I, love, I, I enjoy only, making money. I think we should. Yeah. But it's a part it, of what you do. Yeah, it's it's only so it's sustainable for only so long. And so I love that you encourage the learning and the personal growth and this library. And I'm the same way, you know, you know, I, I believe great leaders read and yeah. they, they digest information. But it's also and I see this, too, um, where sometimes people are hearing a lot of voices, but it comes back to that you know, the acronyms that you shared earlier, it's the practical application. It's how you take what motivates you and turn it into something that you can really sure. own and, and you're, you're, you have a vision for with your company or with your leadership team or just as an individual. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the big piece too at the end is continuing to build on celebration and success, right? How oh, can yeah. you repeat that over and over again? And so I love, you know, you hearing that, you know, hearing that story and having you share that. Um, yeah. because it's so true. I think, you know, as you start that cycle and you overcome some of the issues that can be in place for anybody, um, mm -hmm. then you get to build on the good stuff and you get to yes. say, okay, well, you know, that, that, that I'm going to steal that idea, or I really love that idea. And, um, I, I don't know if you've experienced this too, awesome. but I've felt that pressure sometimes as a leader of, well, I've got to come up with all the things and I have to, you know, think up of all the, the clever stuff. And it's like, there's so many amazing examples for us currently and in the past that have lit this path to show us not yes. only how to increase our own engagement, but how to, you know, continue to kind of keep that fire going, um, which yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. So yeah. And keeping the confidence level up in your people and the teams, yeah. you know, when I would go, it, I, I was a sales manager for a, a, a CNC machine shop and they since uh, sold the business, but really nice people. Very nice people. It was, a, it was a wonderful place to work. You know, you had your trials and tribulations, but, you know, we worked through it. We were tough. We were mature people. That's what I like. You know, you, you get through the tough times when you're mature, when you approach something mm. maturely. But one of the things was, uh, uh, and that was the place, by the, by the way, I was telling you when the comp plan changed and, you know, you just get focused and, you know, and, and it took off from there. I started doing really well and, and had some great years. And so it just turned out actually best for everybody. And, but uh, I remember going into the shop and my, I felt people said, hey, you're the sales manager, right? You're responsible for bringing in work. And I said, well, that's part of what I do. My job is to encourage and empower every team member in this room, on this team, to enjoy what they're doing, to get after it, to take pride in mastering their craft. Now, that's a key word. Mm. Boy, if you master mm. your craft, how valuable are you? Mm -hmm. Wow. If yeah. you master your craft, people are like, I want that guy or that girl on my team. Right? Mm -hmm. Awesome. So I would walk into the, you know, 6.45 in the morning, 6.30. They'd come in at 7. And I'd come up and walk to almost every individual. I didn't get to do it all the time. But I'd say, hey, how's the best team in the business doing today in, in the machine tool world? Come on. 
come on, how good does it get? You guys are amazing. And I had this one guy, Eric, used to say, Dan, you're always saying that. Why do you say that? I says, because I mean it. I mean, look what you're making. You're making parts that change the world. Somebody's sitting on a plane. Somebody's getting a medical test uh, because you're making that part perfectly to print. And you take pride in that. You know, Eric, look at, can I look at that part? And then he showed me the part. It's beautiful. I said, mm -hmm. I can't do that. I don't even want to take the time to do it. It's not something that interests me, but it interests you. And Eric just was so happy. His face lit right up. And he says, you know, I never thought about it that way. And mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I respect you. Do me a favor. Keep making great parts all the time. We'll get them shipped out. We'll get paid on them. And everybody gets taken care of. We continue to grow this business and take care of families here. So that's important. The people have to feel like they are part of a family. You got to genuinely care. And there's some characters in companies. You already know that. And some people are <laughs> going to say that they're on board and you know better. Right. Some say they're on board, but soon as ownership leaves the room or something, here comes the gossip. And I always tell people, right. don't, don't, don't do it. It's not going to, it's not going to get you anywhere. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's going to make things worse. It's going to compound in a worse mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Well, and you know, because you get to work with so many great businesses that when there's that commitment at the top, when there's a, a vision for something more to continue to grow, but also changing that culture or changing that mindset, mm -hmm. it's not an overnight thing. I've never seen it just change overnight. Oh. There's always going to be some friction and there might be some people who um, decide that they don't want to be a part of that, you know, mm -hmm. and say, gosh, yeah, this isn't where I want to go. And the benefits way out, you know, way any of the negatives, um, right. not only in, you know, just coming to work every day and having this highly engaged, passionate, excited yeah. workforce. But then, you know, one of the studies that, you know, I, I just came across was that when you have a highly effective team or a highly, um, you know, uh, engaged team, you know, profits typically jump up by 15 to 25 percent. I mean, in this economy, especially Ooh. right, this coming, it's like, how could you Jeez. not? Any economy yeah. is like you because it's true. The, the, the work or the things that seem like drudgery when we're not engaged, when it's the you know, you're not the right person for the job, you know, right. or, or you're just not in the right role. Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't have the right mindset. You maybe don't have the right tools. You know, right. there, there's some specific pieces there. Once you're highly engaged and you get somebody in there, it's like, man, I could do this all day. Yeah. It doesn't even almost feel like I worked, you know, I, yeah, I did hard yeah. work, but it's yeah. just a whole yeah. different energy. Right? right. And that's the right. part that I think is so cool when you kind of find that sweet spot, which is why I love talking to you because it's just like, man, I know that I could talk to you about this for hours. And, oh, I could uh, too. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. I've learned so I, much. You know, I, I think of the reason that you, things that you have to deal with and I had to deal with in, in a company was uh, if you tell somebody they can be an expert at something if they just practice 10,000 hours or seven years straight, they're going to go, it's going to take that long. You mean it's going to take that long? Because here's what people want. They want the expediency factor. Right. They want it now. And they don't know how to avoid the path of least resistance, right? Mm -hmm. And when you get the path of least resistance, you go down this yellow brick road and it spells mediocrity. That's all the time we have for this episode. To keep listening, continue on to the next part. 